Here we go! Gee, I hope Sarah's okay! Gee, we're all connected to Sora! I don't need a weapon. My friends are my power! Hello and welcome to Beyond the Dreams podcast. My name is Jordan Wiegand and I have my sister... Christian Allgaier. And we are here to talk all things Disney from the comic books, the video games, the theme parks, the movies, TV shows, anything Disney. Uh, we will talk about it. So, we had a nice two weeks off. <laughs> yeah. Not planned. Unintentionally, but really. <laughs> unintentionally. Uh, but just some stuff that was going on. You were in Disney for one of those weekends. Yeah. And then I bought a house, and it's been nonstop uh, work on that house. And paperwork with the house. <laughs> yeah. So. But it's all done. Well, not the it's work all done. Part, Well, not really. I mean... <laughs> Other stuff might delay some episodes in the sense that we will have to be painting and, and moving stuff in. Right. But other than that, uh, I have a nice spare bedroom where I will be recording all of my podcasts once I get set up. Yeah, that's exciting. Also, by the time this episode is out, uh, we will be eight days away from Kingdom Hearts 3. Maybe seven. Maybe seven. And it, not that I'm editing it later, but... Rumors have it that some GameStops are doing 9 p.m. releases on Monday instead of Tuesday. Oh, really? So I'm going to see if mine, where I pre-ordered it, is doing that. Because that'll be right across the street from my new house. <laughs> yeah. And if so, then the goal is to move in by the 28th. So I can <laughs> walk across the street, get my game, go back home, which takes three minutes, and then pop it in and play. Um, but that'd probably be too soon. But uh, anyway... That would be about a week of uh, until we until we have the game. Friday, what day was Friday? The eighteenth. We yeah. were a week away from the Japanese release, so Japan gets it this Friday on the twenty fifth, oh, wow. and then America has to wait until uh, the twenty ninth. So it's almost here, guys. Anybody that's a fan, it is almost here. I got a new shirt when I pre-ordered as well. That's cool. Yeah, well, I bought it with it. It wasn't like oh. a promotion or anything. <laughs> the way you first GameStop. said it was like, you know, I got it with the free. No, I went to the GameStop, then I uh, uh, I was, you know, walking around, and they had some stuff out for, for the game. And I went to, uh, the, you know, they have TV playing in GameStop with promotional stuff, and they were showing the Disney Springs stuff. Uh, you know, they had a crew of GameStop there interviewing people playing the demo mm-hmm. and asking them about the game, like, are you going to get it? And stuff like that, which obviously anybody's at the thing wearing a Kingdom Hearts shirt, the answer is yes, they're going to get it. But, yeah. <laughs> so, and then uh, I, they all were wearing, like, a lot of the same shirts, you know? And I, I felt like it's a GameStop shirt, so I feel like pe- they were giving them out. But right. uh, it's black with... Um, Mickey head in the center and then some of the Kingdom Hearts stuff around the sides. Oh, yeah. I think I saw. Yeah. So, people were wearing that there a lot and I was like, oh, that's actually a pretty nice shirt. So, it was in the clearance bin for $10 instead of $20. Oh, that's good. So, yeah. 
But so check um, your local GameStop if you want. Check one. your local GameStops for that, and uh, if they're having a 9 p.m. release on on Monday the 28th. So we um, promised you all a show. Looking forward to 2019. So we're gonna get done some little bit of news, and then we're gonna go to. Uh, what we're looking forward the most out of this year, 2019, movies, new attractions at the you know park. Okay, so um, just starting us off with some news here. This isn't really news, but uh, some because it it happened so long ago. But apparently in Disneyland, you know they replaced Country Bear Jamboree with Winnie the Pooh. Um, oh. I never realized that. Yeah. Yeah, a while ago. Um, so, what happened, though, they had... I guess they were always going to replace Country Bear Jamboree. Hmm. So it wasn't like Winnie the Pooh came along and they're like, okay, where are we going to put it? Because right, there's right. concept art on WDW News Today. Concept art that was released from Kirk Hansen. Uh, I guess he was the one working on this. Um, of a Country Bear Jamboree dark ride. That would have been uh, at that place instead. So uh, it was called Critter Country 500, and it's really cool. Maybe we'll uh, maybe we can post a link to Kirk Hansen's where we release it. But it, they've created a poster for it that looks in the old style of you know Disney posters. They have, um, yeah, they have uh, Henry and Sammy the raccoon would have been the announcers for the race. And then you have the Country Bear animatronics kind of reconfigured into different, almost like Wacky Races. You know that show? Mm-hmm. So they have some really cool pictures uh, of two of two of like the cars that they would have been in this Critter Country 500 race. So I think that would have been really cool to see because that is way different than Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, and yeah. you know we have the Winnie the Pooh ride in Walt Disney World as well, so it would have been nice to have something different there and yeah. keep those characters kind of in the you know, in there, in the, yeah, in the parks. Um, some other stuff we got here. Kevin from Pixar's Up is going to be coming to Animal Kingdom. They don't. Uh-huh. They're not sure in what capacity yet, but sometime within the next month. So I don't That's know if this cool. is going to have to do with the bird show. That would make a lot of sense, wouldn't it? Because oh, Kevin's yeah. a bird. Or is right. it going to be a meet and greet with Doug and Russell? So Well, because they already have up stuff going on at the bird show, right? Yes, exactly. So yeah, Russell that would make the Doug, most sense. I think are running that show. Um, so yeah, that would make a lot of sense. Uh, I feel like when I realized that, I was a little let down, though. I'd love a... A meet and greet. A meet and greet, yeah. Okay, beginning on February 27th, Walt Disney World Resort Hotels will implement a new payment card policy for guests who wish to put payment put a payment card on file at check-in. Oh, yeah, I was reading that, too. So it will place incremental authorization holds on the payment card for estimated incidental expenses in addition to any balance due on the reservation. So... What that means is resort hotels will place an authorization hold on the card for any balance due plus $100 to cover estimated incidental expenses. If a guest spending exceeds the original $100 on hold, additional expense increments will be obtained automatically. Um, 
so it's standard in the hotel industry practice. Um, but until now, Disney had only obtained a signature at check-in as a guest promised to pay and did not actually charge the card until checkout. Um, so, I guess it's not too big of a deal. What I'm thinking, though, is... <clears throat> Maybe and you could also just not put a credit card on file, right? Too. Right. So this is you know you sometimes as a person that worked at the parks, let me tell you, a lot of people do though, um, yeah. because they'll just go on and charge it on their Magic Band. Right. You know, it's not just charging it to the Magic Band because there's nothing on the Magic Band. It's linked to your credit card from check-in, and you're just charging it. Right. You know, I mean, other times people have the snacks and dinner meals, stuff like that, on the Magic Band. But if they're charging it on their Magic Band, it's linked to the credit card. Um, so a lot of people did do that. Hmm. I, I guess, you know, it all depends. If you're going to use that credit card while you're actually buying the meals, too, I guess it just saves you an extra step of having to pull out the card. Right? I mean... Well, yeah, and what what some people were saying is... I'm already going to spend that much anyway because they use it for everything, their food, right. their souvenirs. So it's not even that big of a deal to them. Um, but it really just depends on on how you do things, you know. Right. The, the main thing that people were saying is, what about those people that, you know, they basically save and they don't use a credit card. But then again, you just don't put a credit card don't on file. Don't put a credit card on file. Right. Right. Okay, um, or they could still put it on file, and if they have the money saved up, they just pay it off on their credit card bill. Right. I, you could do that, too. So the next Funko Pop exclusive for Disney Parks is features Alice at the Mad Tea Party. So it's a Mad Tea Party cup with Alice in there, with her hair going a little crazy like she's, you know, hmm. twirling around. Where you can get this, it was, it's releasing on the 26th. Disneyland Resort. You can go to Wonderground Gallery in downtown Disney. La Petite Chalette at Disneyland Park. Disney Yana at Disneyland Park. Or at Walt Disney World, you can get it at Big Top Souvenirs at Magic Kingdom. Pin Traders at Disney Springs. And Disney Style at Disney Springs. So that's where you can get that uh, at. And let's see here. Got some other news. It's all out of order for me. I gotta kind of keep with the uh, park theme first. Uh, so Mickey ice cream bars are now oh, yeah. available at certain select grocers for his ninety years. Uh, it's I like eight dollars for a pack of six, which is pretty good compared to how much it is in the park. Yeah, um, you're paying for five one. bucks it's like for five one. bucks for one. I don't know how big these are, though. They're a little bit smaller. I did read that. I think, but, like, really minor. I don't know the exact ounces, but, for instance, if the ones in the park are six ounces, these are five. Like, it's a very okay small difference. So, um, I'm not really sure where you can... So, there's been at Ralph's Grocery in California, um... It seems like it might just be a slow rollout here. So we're not sure. It's at select grocers right now. So I guess check your check your grocery store and see if they have them. Yeah, I haven't even looked at mine yet. 
Ant-Man and the Wasp Nano Battle is going to open at Hong Kong Disneyland on March 31st. Uh, Disney has released some in-depth look at the show scenes of their nearly um, of the nearly finished scenes here, and um, some pictures of like the ride vehicle. But yeah, I mean, if you're a big fan of Marvel, hopefully you get a chance to go to Hong Kong and, and ride that ride. And I think there's an Iron Man ride there as well. So. And our got two things. Of, well, I got some other park news too. Uh, limited time Kingdom Hearts rooms coming to Disney Ambassador Hotel at Tokyo Disney Resort. So, from March 26th through June 30th, they are having uh, Kingdom Hearts inspired rooms, and you even get a little Keyblade as your key to the room, hmm, and uh, you cool. can keep that. They said uh, when you go. But it's decked out in tons of pictures and artwork from the games. Yeah, I saw that. That's cool. And uh, Disney CEO Bob Iger got in some hot controversy in the first week of January here. Um, oh, yeah. Talking about putting money into the parks. Um, you know, he's talking about the acquisition of these brands and the creation of intellectual property Behind them have had a tremendous impact on growing our returns at the parks. When you have Star Wars to market at the parks, Avatar is a good example, Cars Land, we're building a frozen land in Hong Kong, Tokyo, and Paris, the interest among the potential audience is higher. It's not like I'm going to ride some nondescript coaster somewhere that maybe is theme-like India or whatever. No, you're going to Arendelle, you're going to experience Frozen with Anna and Elsa, uh, with Anna and Elsa. Or you're going to fly a banshee into Pandora, go to Cars Land. We built Radiator Springs. You're with the characters in that town. So, what nondescript roller coaster is in India? <laughs> Expedition Everest, Animal Kingdom, in Asia. Uh, so, people took this as a slight to Expedition Everest. Uh, Bob Iger then had to release something, another tweet here, that said, For the record, I love Expedition Everest and the whole land around it, and I never suggested otherwise. It is distinct, not nondescript, as its popularity suggests. Then, the publication that uh, had the story altered the quote in their story to remove the part that said, Themed like India, or somewhere. Well, that so. one's not themed like India, though, is it? India is in Asia. This is Expedition Everest. I guess, yeah. Which but, Everest is in India, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. I'm just picturing that when he means that, he means like... I don't know, why would he put down another Disney ride, you know? Well, because I think that was made before he took over. So, That's I mean... true. I don't know. What I, I think the most troubling part of this whole thought process isn't that he dissed Everest, if that's what it was intended for, but just dissing non-intellectual property rides. Right? Yeah. So like, everything ha has to be themed Everything has to be themed towards a movie in Bob Iger's eyes. Right? Which is Which is what some people don't like. Right. Well, I mean, because think of everybody's favorite rides uh, at Disney World. Right. Okay? Your favorite rides are usually Space Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain, Splash Mountain, 
Splash Mountain's themed after a uh, after a movie though, right? Right. But, but yeah, but Big Thunder. Nobody knows it as a movie because it's banned. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Big Thunder. Um, rock and Roller Coaster. Rock and Roller Coaster. Yes, it has Aerosmith, but that's they're not a movie. Still not a okay. movie. Uh, well, the thing is, yeah, I mean, but Expedition Everest is themed towards its park and its place in the park. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. It has but a purpose. What did it's they? Not... What did they fit into Animal Kingdom that had nothing to do with Animal Kingdom? Pandora. Right. Right. It's because they needed an intellectual property to compete with uh, Harry Potter. Um. So it, it's stuff like that where, you know, Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. Now people might think it's based after a movie because but Jack Sparrow's in there, and maybe they didn't know that the movies didn't come first, but. That haunted mansion. I mean, there's so many Jungle classic Cruise. rides, Jungle Cruise, that have nothing to do with movies, you know, and they are the ones that are seemingly lasting the longest. And why do you think that is? It's because they have an appeal that is generational, and right. you don't need to update it because that ride goes out, that movie goes out of favor. Right. You know? Right. Obviously, well, and because they're like, they're the ones that I'm like, you can't get rid of, even though they have exactly. nothing specifically tying them to Disney. They are Disney, right? You know what Small I mean? Small World, like, Carousel of Progress, right, These are all right. things that Walt worked People on mover. that had nothing to do with uh, characters, with with characters from his movies at all. You know, and um, yes, we've now made movies of Haunted Mansion and Pirates of the Caribbean and, and Jungle, Jungle Cruise, Cruise now. And that's smart. That's smart taking something that had nothing to do with it and making something that says, hey, we're going to try to use something that's very popular and make a movie out of it. But and it's also smart at times to make take a movie and, and make it a ride. But it doesn't have to be overdone. But not every ride has to be that way. Well, and it's still it's one of those like issue I with yeah, go ahead. I like Frozen, the Frozen ride, but it's it's a tough situation when you start putting all the movies and characters into Epcot, where that's not really its thing, you know. Right, right. They kind of just fit in Arendelle there because they're like, oh, it's based on Norway, right? So we'll just put it there. Right. Um, now, Frozen's a good ride. It could be elsewhere, though. You know, Maelstrom exactly. was a good ride um, as well. So and It goes back to that whole, like, thing where it's just like Epcot is Disney. That's how you know it. Like, you mm -hmm. don't have to mess with it and what it is, you know? Right, right. And, and that's the issue, too, what I was going to say with Mickey's Runaway Railway. Okay? While it's not based off a movie, is it classic Mickey and Minnie? No, it's Mickey and Minnie that kids know them now from the shorts. What happens when these shorts go away? Right, right. Hopefully the ride can stand on its own enough where people are just like, oh, it's just a different stylized Mickey. Cool, whatever, I'll ride it. Right. But if it doesn't, then you're going to have to rework it again. You know? And I was just, that's I was the just issue telling with mom when I was there that I'm not that excited about that ride. Out of all the rides, I'm just not. Not that... I mean, yes, we need a Mickey ride, but I just don't think that that's the 
Well, I'm excited to see what they do with it, it uh, because it's supposed to be some different technology on it. So we'll, uh, I guess we'll see how it works. Um, also, Pluto's replacing Mini and Big Top Circus, like the you know the storybook circus meet and greets. Who is Pluto? Pluto, yeah. I don't know why. Hmm. But he's themed just like she was, you know. Right. But, um, right. I'm not sure why they made that switch. So um, I don't know where that means if if they're gonna move Minnie somewhere else in Magic Kingdom where she's not able to be meet now uh, met in. Uh, oh yeah, that's weird. You know. Or maybe she'll just be on Main Street randomly at times. Right, right. So, I don't know if you had this, but I saw that the Pixar Place section opened back up with the meet and greet for Edna. Yes. Um, And then they have, like, different walls, it looked like. um, Or, like, sides of buildings that are decorated in Incredibles stuff. Yes, that's the stuff we were talking about before, that incredible thing in um, Hollywood Studios. Yeah. That is, um, so they have a Where's Jack Jack scavenger hunt, which apparently isn't functional right now. But oh. um, it kind of looks a like dance party or something. Kind of looks like the Perry Where's Perry thing. Oh, okay. You okay. know where it's kind of like around. You know, you like little statues of Jack Jack around, and one of them was like a silhouette of his of him like through a brick wall, like he went through there. You know, uh, type of thing gotcha. too. Um, yeah, but that's pretty much all the park news I have. Um, you know, there's, they're work, doing some work on stuff around there still, you know, like, uh, what's that called? Um, where sunny eclipses, what's that? Oh, um, I can't, it's cosmic rays. Yes. It left me. Okay. Cosmic rays. Thank you. Um, so sunny eclipse is not showing right now as they're doing work on that. All right, so moving on to some movie news. Um, they announced the release of Little Mermaid in the Walt Disney Signature Collection in honor of its 30th anniversary. So this is on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital copy. And uh, let me just double-check here. I believe it should be on 4K. Yes, it is on 4K Ultra HD as well. So, and that's pretty much all the movie news I got here. There's not too much going on right now. So we're going to move on to the last part of our show here, which is a look ahead at the rest of this year and what we're looking forward to the most uh, when it comes to movies and theme park attractions. So the attractions that are scheduled to open up this year in 2019 um, are the Star Wars attractions, so the Millennium Falcon ride, the Rise of the Resistance ride, and I guess Mickey's Runaway Rail. Mm-hmm. I know people so, were sharing that Guardians of the Galaxy opens up this year. I'm like, it is not this no, year. Twenty, but 2021. Yeah, uh, it's not opening this year. Let me just see if that's all of the stuff that I have. While I was there, and we were riding People Mover. Mm-hmm. I got to see part of the section where they're working on Tron. You could see them working oh, cool. on that, Tell us about digging that. stuff up. Um, I also like the Tomorrowland Speedway was closed while we were there. Yes. Um, they, you can kind of see where part of the new track section's going to be, but I'm not sure 
like a lot of that back there is all dug up right behind it. So I don't know if they're adding even more to it or if it's just, you know, not fully complete yet and they have to finish all the Tron stuff. But it showed a picture somewhere, um, you know, of like where the Tron will be and mm-hmm. how Space Mountain is and basically where the entrance is, you know, that it'll be to the left of Space Mountain, basically back behind there. And a little, sorry, walkway back there uh, to get to it. But, I mean, it's just cool to see some kind of progress going on. We saw a lot of gondola construction going on. Right. Um, Those, like, little hubs that they're going to be at. And, um, oh, also could see the Coronado Springs building you know, the big new mm-hmm. building that they're putting up there. Um, that was being worked on. A lot of stuff. Oh, the biggest thing. I don't know if mom ever said anything about it. She took a picture. But I guess I never realized that they're building a third garage at Disney Springs. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we covered it on here. I wasn't sure, but let me tell you. When you drive down, it's still very shocking. Like... It's just very weird. It gives you a whole different look. So, like, we came from All-Star Resorts, you know. So, we were coming up that way to Disney Springs. And it's like, you know, you pass the one garage. And then as you're coming up, you are you look like you're in the middle of a big city. Like, mm-hmm. with high-rise. Because it's like two, both of the garages, other garages are right across the street from each other. And it's just very different looking and a very different view than what you're used to. Right. So it was just weird to see. But I mean, they definitely shouldn't have any parking problems. It was... The one thing I've learned is we usually always park in the orange garage. And mm-hmm. this time we went to the lime garage because it was going to be closer to World of Disney. And we yeah. were... I parked in both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lime Garage is way busier and harder to get out of, though. At least it was because when we it's went near there. Near Marketplace, right? Yeah, that's why. Yeah. yeah, it was just crazier. But um, also, we went through World of Disney for the first time since its remodel, and I have to say that I um, was really skeptical at first, like seeing other people's pictures, and I was really disappointed that they took out the disney features of it you know like Mm -hmm. the characters hanging and stuff like that however it is so much easier to move around in that place now it is so wide open i mean it's definitely still set up in sections but it's completely wide open in each section you know it's not like these walls and small entrances between the different sections it's just that i'm pretty sure they they already made that change because i mean i was there and they had well they did but this is the first time we were in through the full thing because before they had a part of it still sectioned off Mm -hmm. um but it was just really nice looking seeing it all together and you still had your separate thing you know sections for stuff but it was it was really well laid out and much easier to move through um different register options the only thing is is friday night we were there at like 10 o'clock and then they moved it down to only like one section of registers open which was kind of a pain but but uh that was kind of cool to see then i'm trying to think of what else was different that i saw 
I don't remember now. I did try some different food that I hadn't had before this time. Um, we had cake pops at the confectionery. Those were really good. Um, that was like my new favorite thing that I had there, actually. I got the mini one. So they have chocolate or vanilla option. They have a lot of those at the big circus tent thing too you know how mm -hmm. they have the different snacks in there but they had yeah. other options of different looking cake pops and flavors and things it's cool to watch them do it, make those though and then uh I'm trying to think i had a cinnamon roll for the first time everybody's always talking about the cinnamon roll at gaston's i hadn't had one before was that it good? was good yeah okay. <laughs> um we ate a lot of junk and snacks but we we like shared everything so what do you do on vacation it is um and on your 30th birthday yeah celebration so let me think saturday morning friday night we had wetzel's pretzels and i had a Isn't starbucks that your drink thing? yeah i love them yeah so once we knew that we were going to disney springs i was like you know i'll just wait until i get there and get a pretzel because mom got her noodle au gratin thing at epcot and then Saturday morning we went to Polynesian and got Tonga toast. Split that. And then Oh, and then we had lunch at Be Our Guest. Um duh, that was new. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, that was your uh that was the big thing. Uh so that was awesome. It was just really cool to see and like really well done. Just awesome for the fact of you know thinking that you watch this movie as a little kid and you saw this big ballroom and how pretty it was and you know you could only imagine seeing it in person and then it you know you're in it it's cool um the other thing that was really cool is by the one back wall in the ballroom they have like windows where it would be like windows to outside and they mm -hmm. had it they had it look like it was snow falling back there so that was cool um the other rooms were neat too the one room just has like the pictures and things of bell and beast and uh the third room is his west wing essentially it's got the picture of him with the scratch marks through it you know all the curtains and stuff are shredded it's cold in there it's got the rose and so that was cool but probably uncomfortable to eat in that room because it's so dark and cold but mm -hmm. we ate in the ballroom you can pick where you eat for lunch um so breakfast is a flat rate this is what i was reading because uh, we started looking it up and it was confusing to me but so breakfast is 28 dollars. you order any of the meals they're all the same um but it's like booked by reservation I don't think, I mean, I don't think that breakfast would then be worth it because you can go for lunch and it's cheaper and you're not getting anything else special from breakfast other than the reservation. However, what people were saying is part of the reason that is, is because they know people will book that reservation to get into the park before opening right? to, you know, get to other things faster. So I'm guessing that's why it's. Uh, more expensive um, we went for lunch and I got the turkey sandwich which was really good 
and you know the fries and then we each got a dessert there we got the master's cupcake which was a chocolate cupcake with the gray stuff on top mm-hmm. that was really good um and then we got a chocolate eclair too so we just split both of those uh but yeah that was really good i definitely go back for lunch again and then of course How about you know, dinner, dinner. Would you go for dinner <laughs> you're going for dinner right yeah would you so go yeah <laughs> Um, but so I think that here's the thing. Dinner is more expensive in two table uh-huh. dinner things. If you're on the dining plan, you get to meet beast and you know, I don't know how that works with though. Like you're assigned to a table at that point. So I don't know that you necessarily can choose which section of it you're sitting in. Um, but Honestly, I think the only thing that I would order from dinner is the steak. I don't know if you've looked over the menu or I not. No. But it's a little a lot of different things. Let's just say that. So, um even lunch really, everything there is a little different. So Yeah, lunch I had there. I got the turkey sandwich. Mom said that the one time they went, they had a different kind of sandwich. That wasn't on the menu any longer um there was like a ham one i think yeah but i remember seeing something about it but whatever they had it wasn't on there anymore there is some other kind of ham sandwich still on there though um but i mean it was good and i'd do it again i i don't know that i would go for dinner if i'm being pickier about my food you know and spending that much but i mean if you already have the reservations just go (laughs) <laughs> yeah i already do yeah uh, <laughs> um i'm trying to think of what else so then that night i try we tried a cake pop cinnamon roll i swear there was something else but i can't remember what it was um and then sunday we got over to Hollywood Studios and we went to Woody's Lunchbox for breakfast. So we had been there for lunch before and really liked it. And then we went for breakfast this time. Oh, I didn't know you did that. Yeah. I told you about it before. You mean breakfast so. or lunch? Breakfast. Oh, yeah. Um, so we went there and I'm trying to think of... we Originally, mom just wanted to get one of their toaster pastries because they had that before and really liked it. But then she ended up getting the, we got a toaster pastry to share. We got the Cran Apple, which was a holiday special, which was really good. Um, So they had that option and the hazelnut one. Normally they have hazelnut and some other kind of berry. I can't remember. Um, And then she got the breakfast bowl. So it was tater tots eggs and gravy and that was pretty good i tried that and then i got the s'mores french toast which i was actually let down by Uh i think it was just the toast it was too much toast and not enough filling and the toast didn't really have enough flavor to it or something i don't know i just i probably wouldn't get it again i'd try like the breakfast sandwich or something really but um but however, everything else that I've had there at Woody's Lunchbox is really good. Um, 
if we would have been there for like lunch and not have our other reservation, I would have totally went back there and gotten the briskets grilled cheese thing again because that was good. Um, so then we didn't really eat anything else because we had reservations for Hoopty Doo at four o'clock. Right. So we went there, and of course, that's all you can eat. And I have to say, that is some of the best fried chicken. Yeah, it's really good. I was like, man, and ever since I've had it, I'm craving fried chicken, like, all the time. But uh, that was really good. So I hadn't done hoop-de-doo in a long time since, I don't know, mom thinks that I was, like, 10 really? or something. Yeah. I did, I did it on my program, and that's when I got Right, sick. right. But that was the last time I did it. So, of course, you know, I don't really remember the show. So that was cool. Um, and funny. I should clarify. Hold on, I should clarify. I was sick not because of the food. It was I ate too much of it. But yeah. <laughs> um. So it was, you know, for anybody else who doesn't know, it was all you can eat: fried chicken, ribs, mashed potatoes, corn, and beans. Oh, and, and the cornbread and salad in the beginning. Both of those were so good, especially the cornbread. Um, and then strawberry shortcake for yes. dessert. Yep. Plus, it included your alcoholic beverages, too. So, we tried a sangria. Oh, wow. Um, so, that was good. Those were, like, bottomless, too. He just kept bringing more. Um, but, no, it was really good. And I really can't wait to be able to take the kids and do that. Because I think they'd get a kick out of it. And it's food that I know that they will actually, like, devour, Eat. you know? Yes. Yeah. Um, so then it makes it even more worth it. But it was funny at one part, the, the one lady started like flossing for her when Mm -hmm. they were dancing, you know, and I'm like, oh, the kids would have, you know, really liked that. But so overall, it was a really good weekend. It was crazy busy when we were there, but we just did what we had our fast passes for and moseyed around and ate. So it wasn't like, you know, it would have been bad for people who we're on their like once in a lifetime vacation but for us it was okay all right well we can uh move on to uh what we were trying to move on to 14 minutes ago but we'll go on to what we're looking forward to um this year so theme park wise um i have a list here it's like i said uh, millennium falcon ride rise of the resistance uh, is the other ride for Star Wars Land. Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Uh, we have, um, you know, the, the new Snow White um, uh, dinner with the character meal. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we have, you know, the Skyliner is going to be opening up sometime this year. And uh, some new uh, resorts. Riviera Resort is supposed to open this fall. Uh, so what is the thing you are looking forward to the most out of those things for the theme park? Uh, definitely one of the Star Wars rides. Um, but I don't, okay. The Millennium Falcon one, I think, mm-hmm. is the one I think, I can't remember what they each were like when I read about them, but I think it's that one that, it, but either one really, I'm just most excited for that to open and. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm looking forward to Rise of the Resistance. So we'll be hopefully going to these next year. You know when we um when we go in 2020 because I want to kind of give it some time because it's going to open in probably December. You know, so yeah, if we go March or April, uh, definitely March. It might be a little a little quieter. 
uh, to go. So, yeah, it's going to be crazy for a long time, regardless, really. Yeah, that section, but I mean the, yeah. the parks as a whole. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And uh, movies that are coming out in 2019. Um, let's see. So, <laughs> this is where we have a full list of movies coming out. We got Dumbo. We got Aladdin. We got Toy Story 4. We got The Lion King. Frozen 2. Uh, Avengers Endgame, Captain Marvel, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. The trailer just came out this week for that as well. Um, so I guess that means we know that he doesn't die. And Star right. Wars. Well, the trailer kind of left it ambiguous with where it takes place. but. Oh. Um, and we got uh, Star Wars Episode Nine at the end of the year. So three Marvel films. All those live-action Disney ones, Frozen 2, Toy Story 4, and Star Wars Episode 9. Out of those, what are you looking forward to the most this year? That's really hard. Um, can't we break it down into live-action and then anime? Okay, fine. Yeah, go ahead. Live-action, what are you looking forward to? Is it going to make it easier? Live-action, yeah. what are you looking forward to the most? Aladdin. Okay. Um, and then my animated would be Toy Story 4. Okay. What for about me, you? For me, animated, yeah, probably Toy Story 4. I'll give you the easy answer there. Toy Story 4 over Frozen 2. Um, is there anything else coming out next year? I don't think so, cartoon-wise. Um, what, just that and Frozen 2? Yeah, I think that's all I saw on there. Um, yeah, it's like the year of live action, so. Yeah. And then we have all so the live action. Live action for me would be a tie right now. Between, I'm gonna guess. Go ahead. Star Wars and Infinity or yes. Avengers. Yes, Avengers <laughs> Endgame and Star Wars Episode Nine. So here's the thing, okay? Uh, I am more of a Star Wars person than a Marvel person, though I love both. Uh, but with the way we kind of left on a cliffhanger for uh, for Infinity War, and the Last Jedi didn't really have that much of a cliffhanger. Um, going on there for episode nine it's almost more excited right now for endgame the good thing is these things are split and spread out in the year so the first part of my year well the first month of my year was looking forward to kingdom hearts 3 then from there it's going to be endgame and then star wars episode nine uh so that's kind of how it's going for me um but we're going to get to a very busy period in the in the summer uh, as well yeah with all the stuff coming out there um but yeah i mean it's you know avengers infinity war left everything on a huge cliffhanger uh end game is going to be coming out and it's going to resolve that and then of course you know spider-man it's not really disney it's sony but produced by marvel studios which is owned by disney so kind of a half and half there uh but spider-man is my favorite hero so i'm looking forward to that one as well but star wars episode nine once i probably start seeing footage of it it's gonna be, probably become one of the most anticipated movies for me you know yeah i finally saw the footage of endgame and now i'm just waiting for some star wars trailer yeah then it'd be easier to know which one you're right right because i it's like right now it's like i don't know i mean i got jj abrams back directing again for star wars awesome uh and 
wrap up of the trilogy you know it, it's I don't know. It's kind of weird that both of these are coming out in the same year. You know, Endgame yeah, is wrapping yeah. up twenty some movies, and this is wrapping up three. So, uh, I guess we'll see. Oh, we also got live action. We also got some TV shows coming out too. Um, we got The Mandalorian coming out on Disney Plus. You know, because Disney Plus is going to be launching this year too. So that's something to look forward to. So they're going to have tons of movies and stuff ready to go for launch, uh, and some TV shows. So, don't forget about Disney Plus, everybody. It's launching in the fall this year. We're going to get our first look of it in April, apparently. April 11th. That's exciting. So, when we're getting our first look at that with some uh, footage of some of the stuff that's been being worked on. Which is probably going to be some Mandalorian footage as well, because that is the first day of Star Wars Celebration. Uh, the You know, the convention where um, they usually release some new footage and stuff. So kind of a coincidence probably not probably planned <laughs> but yeah yeah and i guess we have a d23 to look forward to this year so lots of new stuff then yeah lots of we're gonna have more announcements and more looks at stuff coming in the future you know so 2019 seems relatively light on the park stuff you got star wars and mickey's runaway rail but soon when we get closer to 2020 and 2021 we're gonna start seeing tron roller coaster uh guardians of the galaxy ride um any of the changes that they've been making for 2021's you know 50th uh for magic kingdom so we're gonna get some stuff in yeah epcot has guardians and there's more stuff than that opening because i just remember so many things we've mentioned that's opening in 2021 so But yeah, so that's pretty much our show this week. So we have tons of stuff to look forward to. Let us know what you're looking forward to the most this year. Um, is it uh, a video game? Is it a movie? Is it a theme park attraction? Tell us which ones you're looking forward to the most. And, you know, um, hopefully we have a really good year to look forward to here. I think so. Lots well, of new stuff tons of stuff we never got around to that mary poppins episode because neither of us have seen it so oh yeah that won't um, be happening right that now. will not be happening in 2019 well maybe it will <laughs> once it's on dvd and blu-ray yeah but it did not happen in 2018 um i think just some of the buzz killed me on it. you know some people were you know dissing i don't know stuff i'm thinking I about like, going. Ah, i guess i'll wait but i'm thinking about going this tuesday to see oh it. really I don't know. Let me know what you think. Yeah. Yeah, just because normally we always have Tudor on Tuesdays, but he's got it tonight, today instead. So, and Tuesday's the five dollar day. So, if there were a time to see it, it would be this Tuesday. See, I could go see it. It, The thing is, when I go to the movie theater, I would probably end up buying tickets for Into the Spider Verse again, and then. Oh my God! You've seen it enough times. Get it (laughs) directed into the theater. Yeah, but it's a known thing. You know, it's the thing. I'm like, I really enjoyed that. Let me go see that instead of being like, let me pay twenty bucks for Mary Poppins and be underwhelmed when I come out there. Same thing with Aquaman. You know, which isn't Disney, but yeah, I wanted to see that, but because I've heard good things, I've heard mixed things really, but uh, so that means some good, some bad. But I just know I would go there and be like, oh, Spider-Man again, you know? So I will wait for those to probably come out on some DVD or something. Plus, I just bought a house, so I'm kind of in debt now, you know? Yeah. Couple, couple hundred thousand in debt. <laughs> but, 
Uh, but yeah, so that's our show. Let us know what you're looking forward to. Where can people find you at? Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Allgaier Adventures, A-L-G-U-I-R-E Adventures, or the podcast at Behind the Dreams Podcast on Instagram. You can find follow us on Facebook.com slash Beyond the Dreams Podcast. Um, Twitter at BT Disney Podcast. You know, just let like I said, that's where you can hit us up and tell us what you are looking forward to. Okay, well that about wraps us up. So we will catch you all hopefully next week, unless if some crazy stuff happens. But uh, we'll we'll get back to you next week. All right, see you later. Low battery. <laughs> see y'all real soon. <laughs> <laughs>